What is this? Who wrote this? I can't use this. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'll write it on the air. Oh, sorry. Sorry for the outburst. That was just me uh, paying homage to uh, the, the great Bill O'Reilly. A true gentleman. The only man I know who could get fired for sexual harassment, have multiple suits against him, and still get paid $25 million by Fox. Well done, sir. Real piece of shit. You think, you think Bill O'Reilly has, like, a, a slogan or, like, a little jingle, you know? Like, oh, oh, O'Reilly, he'll grab your parts. I mean, I think, I think that's probably tattooed on him somewhere. They'll probably put it on his gravestone. But, hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. And I hope you had a good holiday. Happy New Year! Isn't it, isn't it great? 2018. So, so bright. The future just feels so, uh, yeah, who knows what the future's gonna hold. Hopefully just Trump doesn't go crazy is what I'm mainly worried about. But I'm excited by this year, and I hope you had a good 2017, you know? I hope you're able to do a little reflection, think back, do some planning, and try to set yourself up for success, uh, success this, uh, this year as well. I know... Some people kind of felt not so great about 2017. Uh, for me personally, it was a great year. So I can't, I can't complain. Not at all. But yeah, for, for today, I wanted to get into it. Uh, talk about the Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson letter a little bit more. And then I'll get into my recap of 2017. What I got planned for 2018. You know, hit you all with that. But yeah, let's just, let's just dive into the, to the letter right now. Um, because... I know it was like 12 minutes long, mainly because, probably because I can't read very well, uh, but I think it was really well written, very well thought out, and a really, an, at least for me, very inspiring letter, because I, I maybe I found it just at a very opportune time in my life, but it, I found it when I was very lethargic, I was very stagnant in what I was doing. I was kind of aimlessly floating, as he put it in the letter. And I didn't really realize it. As, I, as I've talked about on here, you know, kind of getting that wake-up call. Getting that uh, little bit of a spark inside of you. And this was one of, those, one of those moments for me, was reading this letter and thinking, Oh shit, I need to do something more with my life. I want to try and start slowly, you know, doing what I really want to do. Which was, you know, trying to do stand-up comedy maybe eventually creating a podcast, which now I have almost nine, this is the ninth episode, which is crazy. Nine more than I ever thought I would have. So very, very excited and thrilled by that. And in a large part, it comes from this letter. Reading, reading it and talking, him talking about, you know, to Hume, who I feel like he was almost talking to me at the time as I read the letter. I was like, holy shit, I don't know what I want to do. I'm very lost. What is life? Well, you know, and I was just stuck in corporate America and there's nothing wrong with that. And I might be back there again someday, but my philosophy now is, is that it's not going anywhere. It will be there waiting for me five years, 10 years down the road. I got my degree. I can figure it out. I've always been able to get by one way or another. And I feel like that's the case here. So I, I try not to stress about it, but I had to get away because I almost felt like I was living two lives. Whenever I was there, I couldn't really be myself. 
there's a few, a certain few people maybe I could be myself around, but it never felt natural. It always felt very, very forced, very, I don't know, just corporate, right? It just, it just wasn't for me. So trying to find, as Hunter put it in this letter, the ninth path, I loved that. It really resonated with me. It was something that kind of inspired me to start really hitting it, you know, starting to write more, trying to prepare and build up that confidence and courage to go do the first open mic. And it was probably six months later after I read this letter is when I found out I was getting laid off. And that was what really, you know, it was like, okay, now there's no excuses. I have no reason to prolong, you know, trying to live out my dreams or figure out what my next goal is because I want to live a lifestyle, as he puts it, uh, that helps me be happy and, and, and meet my goals, not the other way around. I don't want to have a, have a goal that, you know, and then I form my lifestyle around that. I want to, you know, enjoy myself, live a, a happy life and be, be deliberate with my decisions, but also, you know, not beat myself up when, when, when I fail or, or because one thing I learned is that I was easy, it's easy to fail and do on, when you're doing something you don't enjoy, like when I was working at LPL. Um, and it's tough because you want to do a good job there and all that, but it was just so uninspiring and it would beat me down. So Honestly, as I've mentioned before, blessing in disguise getting laid off. Now I'm starting to swim towards my goals. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the future holds. Um, I just know that I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. I feel like I'm swimming in the right direction. Sometimes I might be slinking. I don't know. But as long as I can hold my breath long enough to get back up for air, I'm going to keep going. That's the plan, you know. And I'm just... I just have to say I'm like happier than ever before and I'm not hardly making any money. Like I'm barely, you know, I'm doing what I can to get by. And I think that's important to, to recognize for me is like, I don't have to have the money to be happy. The, the money is a false sense of security in some sense because it was taken from me when I got laid off and then not, you know, I had to figure it out from there. And luckily, you know, a little unemployment, whatever, but, um, it's very, it's a, it's a very false sense of security. And I figured why not take a chance on, you know, what I love. And this, this letter really, uh, started pushing me in that direction. You know, the whole float or swim to be, not to be all of that. Very, very well put. And, you know, one thing I also look at with happiness is, uh, he, he, what's he, he mentions, um, a man, what's it, what's the actual phrase here? Sorry. A man who procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choices made for him by circumstance. And that was, uh, hit me, you know, had a profound effect on me because I think that's a, a very big point and a very big difference between millennials and baby boomers. Because when I look at my dad and my mom, love them both to death, don't get me wrong, but I feel like they had a lot of their choices made for them by their circumstances they didn't necessarily plan their lives out as well as they could have they also made some poor choices of course but a lot of those uh 
the way they're living now, it's not the life they want to live, but it's the life they have to live because they've had these choices made for them by the, you know, the pre the past decisions. And I don't want that to happen to me. Uh, it kind of was like a, an oh shit moment. You know what I mean? I really had that wake up call like, oh, this is kind of what my dad was talking about. He always told me, you know, go get an education, go get, or, you know, go do something that you love and just work hard at it. He, he instilled a great hard work, work ethic in me. And I have to be forever thankful in that, but I need to, I want to do a different, I want to take a different route than he, like both my parents did plain and simple. And I kind of think that's exactly what this letter is talking about. And that's why it hit home with me so much. So hopefully you enjoyed the letter. Hopefully it inspired you to maybe, you know, start something, start your own little thing or maybe allow yourself to just journal a little more, anything. It doesn't matter. You know, for me, it was very inspiring and I got a lot from it and it's always good to reread it once a year for me. So this was just a great time to go over it and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Without further ado, we'll we'll get into the uh, the main the main part of the show. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be about you know a recap of 2017 and going into 2018. What I have planned. Um, so thanks for listening. having a, a great new year 2018 is here and uh i'm feeling good about it i'm feeling really good about it actually i'm excited for what the future holds and i hope you are too i mean it's kind of crazy out here in cali weed is now legal that's uh it's pretty cool not that it didn't seem not legal before to be honest but hey now it's on the books for real <laughs> which is kind of cool but yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about some of my, my goals that I had for last year, go over what they were, um, and talk about what the future uh, has in store for, for the millennial man-child here, you know. Um, let's just start with the 2017 stuff, because I think that's a, a good place to start. Um, some of my main goals at the beginning, it's, it's, it was so fun to kind of go look back in my journals and see what I was thinking then. I also actually, hmm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start here. I'm going to go all the way back to 20, 2016 because this is kind of where I really started to think that this is what I was going to do was at the end, like halfway through 2016, I started writing some jokes, starting to find where the open mics were, really um, thought about creating a podcast, all that stuff. 
So it was funny to go back and read some of those journals because I was in a very negative, pretty negative headspace, I would say. I was starting to do this stuff, um, but I was very, you could tell in the journals, like, uh, very lethargic. I'm very unhappy with how my life was going. And I think that was partly because I wasn't very focused. I didn't have a, a passion or a real goal. There was no, no direction, basically, I think is how I put it. And it was so funny to see how I was feeling. Because I was actually, even though I didn't realize it at the time, 100% was laying the groundwork for where I'm at right now, which... You know, isn't anywhere fancy, but I'm obviously in a very happy mental state. I'm feeling very good about what I'm doing. And it's so it was very tough for me to see that I was in the heading the right direction at the time. And that's what I wanted to kind of mention is like, even when you feel like you're not making any progress or you've been stuck in the same place for a long time, you you really can start to pull yourself out of there and you might even be doing it right now but not realize it and that was the beauty of it for me is that going back and reading some of those 2016 journals I was you know starting to meditate I was starting to journal more I was really taking uh, philosophy seriously and trying to write jokes and everything you know I was really looking into how to improve my life and because I was in a bad spot. I didn't really realize it. I was just kind of, like I said, going through the motions, letting everything kind of pile up, not focusing on my anxieties and stresses and just letting them kind of fester and dwell in my mind. That's not a, it's not a healthy place to really, to really be. So it was nice to see that in, I kind of laid the groundwork in 2016 for the successful 2017. And if that's any indicator of, you know, what's going to happen in this next year, I am beyond thrilled for what that means. Hopefully it means I'm, you know, on stage. I'm, I'm kind of skipping ahead here, but I want to double my amount of stage time. I want to double the amount of time I'm writing. I want to eventually put out two podcasts a week. You know, I just have to create more content. And the more I do, I think the better and better I'll get at this. And, and hopefully you guys will, you know, come along on the journey with me. That's definitely a big, uh, a big important factor to me. I love doing this for myself, but it's fun to share with you guys as well. And I, and I really do enjoy, you know, getting feedback and hearing your thoughts on stuff. And I have to say, it really does make help make it uh, more worthwhile for sure. But, but 2017 was a great year for me. And I kind of, let's just, let's just, uh, one thing I wanted to do is just be, you know, thankful and, you know, practice gratitude again. And I had an amazing year. I got to go on so many trips. I had, one, two, three, four, five. I, I had like 10, 10 different trips almost, which is whether it's camping or visiting friends, going to a different city. It was incredible. If I would have thought that I was going to go to Houston, Denver, Kansas City, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, uh, go camping for two weeks along the West Coast, you know, all of that. I would have been baffled. And so I was very, I just wanted to, you know, practice gratitude for a minute. 
and just be thankful for the for those awesome experiences. I also got to go to more comedy shows than ever before. This has probably been the biggest year for comedy in my life. I've always really enjoyed it, you know, whether it's movies like Step Brothers or going all the way back to like Mrs. Doubtfire, The Nutty Professor back in the day. I loved all that stuff. But this is the year I've been able to actually see live comedy on a, on a regular basis. And I have to say it's, it's very inspiring and um, it's very exciting to see because it's what I really want to do. Podcast is, I'm having a lot of fun with it, but it's still when I deep down, if I'm being completely honest, I really want to be a stand up comedian. I feel like the second I can, you know, one of the big goals I have for 2018 is to get paid, whatever, whether it's $10, $15, $5, whatever, to actually get paid to perform stand up comedy, right? Like that, that to me is going to be a little milestone moment. And once that happens, then I'll definitely feel like, okay, it doesn't even matter. I'm a, I'm a real comedian now, even though I'm not, but I will be because I got paid. That That's when you go from amateur to professional, when you start to get paid. Even if it's because I'm still doing garbage jokes, even if I'm still not funny, if you find a way to get paid, you're, you're stepping your game up. And that's, that's one of the things I want to do in 2018 is I want to step my game up. And I think I'll be able to do that by, as I mentioned, doubling my stage time, increasing the amount of writing I do. I just have to work more. I know that there's plenty of people out there who are working very hard right now, whether it be with a podcast or doing stand-up or just a normal job. You know, or you're trying to get a promotion at your job. There's other people around you that are working really hard too. And you have to understand that if you want things to get done and you want to be the one who they rely on, and you want that promotion, you're going to have to work harder than everybody else. And that's just, you know, that's just kind of a fact of it. I think people like to oftentimes maybe shift a little blame somewhere else or say like, oh, so-and-so gets favored treatment or whatever. I know I've done it before. I've been, you know, like, oh, they like that person better. They don't like me, whatever. But you don't want to, you know, dwell on that stuff. You want to focus on what you can control, which is, you know, how much work you're putting in where you're spending your time, how you're spending your time. Those are going to be the biggest things that will allow you to have more success in 2018. And that's one of, one of the big things that I'm going to work on because 2017, as I mentioned, great year. Um, I spent a lot of time trying to improve myself, trying to get better at comedy, trying to get better at this podcast, just trying to grow as an individual. And... But when I look back and being completely honest, I definitely wasted a lot of time. I probably smoked a little bit too much weed. That was probably one of my bigger vices of 2017. And hopefully in 2018, that's going to be one of the things I'm starting to limit a little bit again. I will, you know, still dabble, but I want to be more responsible and continue to push myself there. I want to improve my diet some, you know, I, I think I'm going to try and eliminate sugar might even be one like the month, like a monthly challenge. I'm going to do a whole month, maybe without sugar, see what happens that I think that would be interesting because I don't know if I've ever gone a whole month without sugar. How embarrassing is that? That's pretty sad. So that would be a good one. But yeah, you know, just reflecting, it's always nice to reflect and just be appreciative of like, some of the good things that happened. Because sure, there's a lot of shitty things that happened in 2017. And I think what's nice about that, you can learn from those. 
that's where I always learn. When I when I go up on stage, and I bomb, and I just, you know, crickets. Nobody's nobody's laughing. People are like awkwardly like smiling at each other, like, oh, geez, this guy's rough. You know, I don't. I I never learn more than from a time like that when I'm on stage. And that's the same from getting laid off or anything. Whenever something shitty happens to you, you grow more than you could ever expect. And that's why getting out of your comfort zone is so important. And it's going to be another thing that I continue to try to do in 2018. Because the only one, it's so funny here. One of the goals I had, I think, I don't even know if I ever mentioned the goals properly, but you know, the goals were like open mic, record a podcast, exercise more, read more books, meditate. Those were the things that I all did and started to do in 2016, but really hit them in stride in 2017. And it's had a profound effect on me. The, the one thing that one goal I did have on here that I didn't reach was go on more dates. Yeah. I kind of, uh, slacked on that. I should, I, I need to take it a little more serious. Um, anyways, that's for, that's for a whole another podcast, I'm sure, because <laughs> I don't, I don't need to get into that right now, but you know, that is going to be something that I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, trying to, assess these these goals again because I've already gone to the open mics but now I want to try and get paid to do a performance I want to double my stage time I uh, am, am gonna look forward to try to go to more shows and try to make m- more networking connections because it's easy to kind of sit back and, and not talk to anybody at these open mics but I've been starting to talk to more people and make more friends and I think that's gonna be the biggest benefit to me is having more people to not only just uh, shoot the shit with and bounce ideas off of, but who are doing the exact same thing as me and have the same kind of goal. I like the idea of hanging around those people more and talking shop and just trying to figure this whole thing out because nobody really has a clear path with it. Like when you're going to be a doctor, you go to fucking school and there's a path. When you're going to do anything else, electrician, whatever, there's a path. This there's like, hey man, go do some open mics and then maybe you'll get lucky. You know, you just have to be undeniably funny at the end of the day. And that's probably one of the most challenging things to do. I don't know if you've ever tried to get up on stage and tell a joke, but it's uh, it's not very easy. That's for sure. Um, but I love it and I want to keep doing it. So that's, that's the difference. Like when I was at LPL, didn't love it. And I kept doing it, but it was more out of like fear of what would happen if I don't have this job or can I even do anything else? Like, I don't know. Maybe this is all I'm supposed to do. You know, whatever mental excuses we make up, uh, you can't, you can't let them, uh, you can't let them win. That's for sure. And I think that's one of the things I'll continue to work on in 2018 as well. Really just, you know, improving my mental fortitude, allowing, uh, to have a a nice, healthy, you know, headspace, and to really just kind of buckle down. I really want to focus. I I have to try to eliminate distractions, you know, less weed, less podcasts, less YouTube, less porn, less music, you know, whatever it is that's getting in the way, I have to just buckle down and and do the work because I want to, the goal is to fall in love with the work. Every time I, I sit down and do the work, I end up enjoying it, but it's very hard sometimes to get past that initial hump and that's one of the big things I'm going to work on very, very hard, uh, in 2018 is to allow myself to sit down and do the work and and not to beat myself up when the work's not good. Because one of the things I've been having trouble with lately 
is I feel like my writing hasn't been very good when I try to write jokes. And it's not going to be. I'm not good at this yet. But I'm like, oh, it should be, you know, this should be funnier. This should be that. And you can't sit there and judge yourself while you're trying to, to write. You know, if you let your ego get in the way of, of what you're trying to do, you're never going to get anything done. And plus, you just sometimes have to just write. For, in, in my case, you know, whatever it is. If you are, you know, somebody who likes to go work out, you just have to go to the gym. Once you get to the gym, you get it. You're like, oh, I'm pumping, a, I'm pumping iron, I'm running. It's no big deal. But sometimes there's that initial hump. You have to get over that initial hump. And that's going to be one of the big things that I work on in 2018 as well. Um, yeah. I know I've also, you know, a couple others, just small goals real quick before we wrap this up. I know I've been a little long-winded here. Um, I got to get the website out there. I'm going to try and get a YouTube page set up. Uh, I had a little hang-up with the website. Basically, someone took my name. Uh, I had a good name. It was a great name, I promise. But they took that. So I'm going to, I might just have to use my, you know, the old Miles Casey, that that name. I might just uh, pull the trigger on that, but going to get the website up and running in 2017 a youtube page going to continue to you know hopefully put out these awesome podcasts that everybody is just you know frothing at the mouth over that are just they're just legendary and and yeah i think that's pretty much it so i hope you had a great 2017 i hope you have an even better 2018 and uh cheers pretty much it for another edition of the millennial man child podcast uh i just have a few things i wanted to mention to you here at the outro as usual um the first one being is i'm gonna try something new i know that i had talked about this briefly in another episode i believe but what i want to do is have a little sweepstakes have a little giveaway where you guys you know kind of help me out and in return i'll give you a tie-dye shirt the idea is um, if you will go onto iTunes or you've already been onto iTunes or whatever and you rate or like the podcast, 
and then um, share it on your social media, either a link or just like a retweet or something. You know, I'm not going to be a real stickler for the rules. Uh, I want, you know, just to try and make this fun and uh, I'll benefit from it. Hopefully maybe it'll give you more uh, ears listening to the podcast um, and maybe you'll get a cool shirt. I'm probably going to give away two shirts, maybe three, depending on uh, how many entries there are. I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, output or outcome I'm going to expect from this, but I think it'll be a good way to kind of make it fun for everybody and everybody will get something win-win, you know what I mean? So yeah, I just wanted to mention that, uh, you know, reach out to me through either Instagram or Facebook Messenger or DMs or whatever and if you enter. And just show me that you got a little proof that you did it. That's all, you know, nothing crazy. And I'll get you entered into that sweepstakes. So if you're, in, you know, interested in that, there you go. Free tie-dye shirt. Made by yours truly. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> lastly, uh, not, not lastly, but, um, you know, I, I mentioned I was going to try maybe change up the weekly challenge. With this one, I'm going to do a monthly challenge. Uh, this week, or this month, I should say, sorry, uh, I'm going to be cutting out fast food and sugar from my diet. I think that'll be a really good way to start off 2018, and I can't remember the last time I haven't gone a whole month without sugar, which is embarrassing, so uh, that's going to be the goal. I'm going to try to just really nip that one in the butt. I think I can do it. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to need a lot more discipline, a little more thought, you know, a little more planning and stuff, but... I think I'll be able to pull it together. I'm excited to give that a try. I also still might do some weekly challenges while the monthly challenge is going on, but we're just going to start there for now, you know, um, work our way up to something else maybe. Um, lastly, I just want to hit you with a few things to watch. I think I kind of forgot to do that last time, but this time I have something to mention. I didn't think maybe I didn't have anything last time. I don't think I did. So, uh, the two things I want you to check out are, I mean, you probably would have to be hiding under a rock to not have heard of them or seen them maybe, but, uh, the first one being Black Mirror. It is, uh, an awesome show. It's very trippy. It's kind of a, a mind fuck often, but it's literally like a modern day twilight talking about technology and maybe what will technology be like in the future and how do people react to it? How would you react to it? I like to think of it as like, not only like watching it and seeing how the people react to it and what kind of uh, situations they get themselves into with this technology, but also how I would maybe use this technology or if I would use this technology. It's very fun little headspace to kind of toy around with and, and get into. So check that out. And uh, lastly, check out Dave Chappelle's new stand-up specials. Holy shit. A true master of his craft, the, the man is unstoppable. He might, if he probably is the funniest person on the entire planet. Um, I was dying listening to them. These are him at the top of his game, I'd have to say. Probably two of the best performances I've seen recently. And I just loved it. So if you're a fan of comedy, stand-up comedy, or Dave Chappelle, you have to go check those out. They're, they're killer. Seriously, so funny. And, you know, nothing's really off, off limits with him, which is why he's one of the best comedians. He... He talks about everything. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't hold back. And that's why I love him. And that's why, you know, I think pretty much every comedian in the game looks up to Dave Chappelle. He is a, a true genius. But anyways, check those out. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just, uh, real quick, the music. Uh, in order of appearance, Weezer, Happy Hour, The Lefty Remix, Pretty Lights, Rainbows and Waterfalls, 
And we're hitting you with the outro here on the Bryce Vine, Drew Barrymore. So thanks for listening. I hope you had a fucking stellar 26 or 2017. I hope you have an even better 2018. We're kicking 2018's ass. All right. So let's not, you know, we're not fucking around. We're going to have a great year. And that's all I got for you folks. So until next time, millennial man child. Oh, I want this forever. Just you in the grotto. Nothing but your nights on. Keep the fucking lights on. Same again tomorrow. We don't need no bottle. Purple color lip gloss. Room at the saguaro. Ain't nowhere I would rather be. Right between your holidays. Coffee on the Flintstone. Jewelry on the Ottoman. Baby, let me in. Uh, for I get way too adamant about it. Love the way you shiver. Dig into my shoulder blades. Feel it when you quiver. Higher level elevate. You could be the renegade. Body to a glide. Harrelson and Juliet. Legends never die. The TV hasn't worked today. Just probably got a shorter cable. Way too busy fucking on the sofa or the kitchen table. Is my vision hazy? You look like it's someone famous. Cause you're the next Drew Barry. And I want more. Other girls keep wondering what I fuck with you for. Cause you're the next Drew Barry. <laughs>